episode 69 of the Small Business Startup Essentials podcast, Sales Funnel Basics, How to Build Your Own Sales Funnel. Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Small Business Startup Essentials podcast. I'm Tom Claremont, a small business startup coach. Now, the purpose of the podcast is to just you know help you with the startup and launch process of your uh, online personal brand business. So if you're thinking about starting uh, an online business or uh, maybe you've you know had a, this idea in the back of your head for the past you know 10 years or you're about to hit retirement and you just want to retire with purpose and doing something that you really love to do, Maybe if you're a, a coach or a speaker, or you want to offer some training, something like that, you know this podcast is is for you, and and hopefully you'll be able to get enough benefit from these episodes so that uh, you'll like or subscribe, hit that subscribe button, and you won't miss any episodes. So welcome, and let's dive in. Well, friends, uh, welcome to another episode, a very important episode today, sales funnels. Well, what is a sales funnel anyway? For for those of you that already know, please uh, bear with me. I, I won't dive too deep into this topic because it's a very deep topic, but we're, we're just going to go over some sales funnel basics here and, and talk about first what it is. And then we're going to talk about why you need it and how they're structured. Why? Well, because this episode, this whole podcast is to help you to have that great online launch that I didn't have when I first started out. Now, granted, things were very different back in 2002 when I officially started my business, but sales funnels still existed just in a different way. But people are still the same, right? And people still want and need to go through that typical sales process of getting to know you first and getting to trust you and your content, uh, what you have to offer. And then to test the waters and try something basic that you offer. And then if they like that, they'll continue on and try something else of higher value. When a customer purchases your product, they go through multiple stages, and we call this the buyer's journey or the sales funnel. So what I just described is that sales funnel process that I keep talking about over and over again, that no like, trust, try, buy process that I'm sure you've heard me talk about in other episodes. And why do I keep talking about this in so many episodes? Because it's so important and it ties into a number of other aspects of the whole online business realm. The sales funnel is part of the entire strategy for having an online business. Because having a business is all about sales, right? You've got to sell something. Even if you don't have a product, you have a service and you've got to sell that. And in my coaching program, we'll cover this topic and how you'll help others go through that sales process also. So what exactly is a sales funnel and how is it structured? A sales funnel is a marketing strategy designed to turn cold prospects into long-term customers by funneling them through 
a few different stages. The funnel metaphor means you'll begin with a large audience of prospect buyers that'll eventually pare down to a small group of highly targeted, high value customers. A sales funnel in its simplest form converts leads to sales. If you can picture how a funnel is shaped and how it has a wide opening at the top, but a very narrow opening at the bottom, a sales funnel is it's exactly like that, where a lot of people are aware and attracted to you and your business, but then only the ones that are interested in purchasing something from you are the ones that make it through the funnel. A simple acronym called AID will help you understand the functions of the top, middle, and bottom of the funnel. AID stands for awareness, is the top of the funnel, interest, the middle of the funnel, and decision, the bottom of the funnel. Sales funnel usually separated into three parts. The top of the sales funnel is your target audience. During this phase, leads are just becoming aware of your product or, or your solution, and they're discovering information about it. The middle of the sales funnel, that's where the potential customers are. During this phase, they're gaining interest in your product or your solution, and they're actively engaging with content and communicating with you. Now, the bottom of the sales funnel, that's where people actually go through that call to action, and that's where your new customers uh, are going to purchase something. And during this phase, they need to make a, a buying decision. They're now looking into that product or solution that best fits their pain points or their budget or their goals. The final goal isn't just to make a sale, well, at least not a single sale. Instead, the, the goal, the ultimate goal is to create returning, repeat customers that'll in turn refer you to other people. Now that is a home run. But let's take a minute to talk about getting people into the top of the sales funnel. How are you going to generate the traffic you'll need to get people through that sales funnel process? Well, that's why I take a few different approaches to this topic of traffic. First, I do extensive SEO, search engine optimization, on all the blog posts I have on the website. And within those blog posts, I have you know, call to action links or buttons as well. Second, I have this podcast that gives me a worldwide platform for, for me to get the word out on who I am and what I do. But third, I also use social media to connect with people and increase awareness about the products and services that I have to offer as well. And when you put all this together, it brings in that initial traffic to the top of the funnel. That's what you're looking for, as much initial traffic into the top of the funnel as you can get. With everything else in place in advance, the rest of the process should be on autopilot, you know, well, up until the email campaign. You know, that's, that's not on autopilot normally. And so, so now that we understand what a sales funnel is and what it's supposed to do, we need to talk about how to create one. Since we're just going to cover the basics here, because there's a mountain of content on this topic, 
And some funnels actually have more than three phases, but for now, we're just going to stick with the three phases that I, I already mentioned. The top of the sales funnel will bring in the leads from your target audience. In order to get leads, you have to actually enter them into the top of the funnel. And you'll, you'll need what's called a lead magnet, which some people like to call you know, the hook. A lead magnet is a marketing term for a free item or service that's given away for the purpose of gathering that contact information that you'll need. And typically it's just an email address, but some lead magnets require more information. For example, lead magnets can be like trial subscriptions, uh, samples of something, white papers, an ebook, uh, maybe a helpful PDF document, or even a free consultation. Marketers use lead magnets to create sales leads. So what are some specific examples of lead magnets? Here's nine time-tested types of lead magnets. All you need is one that works for you and you're golden. I have a couple of different ones. Number one, a guide or a report. This is the most common and straightforward lead magnet you can offer, but just because it's used most often doesn't mean it's the most effective. Everybody's situation is a little bit different. You need to determine what's best for you. When, but you know, one of the main reasons a guide or a report is sort of the go-to lead magnet for marketers is that they work so well. You know, the key to all lead magnets, especially guides and reports, is how specific it can be. You know, focus on one specific goal for one specific buyer. Number two, cheat sheet or a handout. Cheat sheets and handouts, they work really well because they're, they usually provide you know, some highly tactical information that saves the prospect uh, a lot of time. Although they're usually delivered in a PDF format, like mine are, cheat sheets take a different approach than reports and guides. Cheat sheets are usually uh, you know, maybe one or two pages long and they get straight to the point. You'll often see these presented as maybe checklists or blueprints or even a mind map. Number three, toolkit or resource list. Toolkits and resource lists make great lead magnets for the right buyer persona. This provides a one piece reference material for them to use over and over without having to track down all those tools or resources on their own. I offer a resource list called the tools we use, and that helps people get a, you know, just a quick recommendation for software tools that'll help them get their small business work done faster, or at least it'll help them decide which tool to use because there's so many to pick from, right? Number four, video training or a webinar. Now, video is a highly engaging format, and if you're comfortable in front of the camera and have a skill you can teach, this could be the perfect lead magnet to offer. Instead of a live webinar, you can send leads to a private page with a recorded video, or you can send them a recording of a previous webinar. Number five, software download or a free trial. 
So if you're a software provider, you can offer a free trial of your product for a limited time, whether it's you know 15 days, 30 days, you know, you can decide on that. But it makes for a great lead magnet. Number six, discount or free shipping. So people love discounts and getting things for free. Right? I know I do. I know a lot of people that do. So for many people, giving away their email address is a small price to pay if they can potentially save you know a lot of money hundreds or thousands of dollars on a purchase this lead magnet works best for companies selling physical products or just anything where you get a lot of repeat purchases from customers number seven a quiz or a survey so in some industries quizzes and surveys have just tremendous value and and they're very effective at at becoming a lead magnet but before you make any assumptions i'm not talking about the buzzfeed quizzes that end up in your facebook timeline i'm talking about quizzes that actually solve a problem number eight an assessment an assessment or a test is similar to a quiz but it's really effective for companies that are selling a service in this case the prospects aren't simply looking for an answer. They're also looking for an expert opinion. Number nine, consultation or sales material. Some of your buyer personas are already interested in what you or your company offers and the most desirable lead magnet for them is specific information that's used to make a purchasing decision, usually price. But once you come up with creating that thing that you you choose to be your lead magnet, you'll need to put it in what's called a landing page. Now, a landing page is just a, a web page that's sole purpose is to promote the lead magnet and collect that contact information you'll be using at a later time with email marketing but that's for later on in this episode. Now, typically the the lead magnet is free and and that's the hook that's used to get people to give up their contact information in the first place. So the top of the sales funnel is the landing page with the lead magnet. I have a few different landing pages on my website and they're not part of the menu of the selections for the official pages, but you get there by clicking on a call to action button describing the lead magnet. For example, currently I have a free ebook on the homepage called Turning Your Passion to Profit. There's a, a brief description of the ebook and a list of some of the benefits for getting it. But when you click on the button, the call to action button, you go to the landing page to see a bit more information about it there. If someone is a little skeptical about putting in their email address, and some people are, I have a short series of videos that they can watch on that landing page that'll hopefully help them to feel more comfortable about getting the ebook and entering in their email address. I have a different landing page for a different ebook on how to start a podcast. If you go to tomclaremont.com slash podcasts, uh, currently you'll see that there's a call to action button that'll bring you to that specific landing page as well. But the goal here is to move people along the process of trying something for free, then offering something for a small dollar amount 
Then ultimately, after they feel more comfortable with the low dollar item, they'll receive an offer for a higher price product or service and help them decide on purchasing that product. You see, it's nice to offer free stuff to people and help them with the lead magnet, but we're in the business to make money here, right? You know, every business needs sales, a lot of sales usually, but online sales, you know, doesn't just happen with things that are just on the landing pages. Online sales can also happen when we're using those emails that people give us you know, to keep the relationship going through email and by sending them regular emails on what you have to offer and how it can help them solve a problem. So we come full circle with the sales funnel process by getting an email address in order for them to get something free, but then use that email in a marketing campaign that helps them to get to know us better or feel more comfortable with purchasing something from us. But we're not going to get into that huge topic of email copywriting for now, but I would just like you to know that when someone talks about sales funnels, it, it also includes the process of having an email campaign. Now, all email campaigns, you know, they lead people to buy your stuff, and that's okay. Some email campaigns just want to raise awareness or truly be helpful. I have a fully automated email campaign for the ebook of the month club that I offer to anyone that signs up for it. It sends a small business startup ebook that's totally relevant to the online business realm right to their inbox automatically each month. But sprinkled in between those monthly ebooks that go to their inbox for free, are other emails about the small business startup process and some info about me as well so you know so that they can gain more trust in me and the services that i offer now yes i have things that they can click on that's considered a call to action like you know the podcast or a resources page that i have that provides just free content you know no email necessary or a video series that I'm working on, things like that. But for the most part, the email campaign for the ebook of the month club is generally just free and helpful information. So friends, I know I covered a lot of ground here in this episode rather quickly. And the great thing about podcast episodes is that it can always be replayed if I went a little too fast or if for some reason just didn't explain it the best way for you. But you know, if you're, if you're taking notes to some of the podcast episodes you're listening to, like I like to do, and you need more clarity on the topic, feel free to send me an email about, you know, asking how I can help you through this funnel journey. Send me an email to tom at tomclaremont.com. Now, just to be clear, you don't need to spend a lot of money using a funnel service like ClickFunnels or some other funnel service. If you don't want to, you can have a basic lead magnet, landing page, and funnel created for you for not a lot of money. If you're on a smaller budget, don't give up hope. So friends, that's what I have for this episode. Uh, thanks for listening. 
Uh, feel free to, uh, uh, again, rate the episode or send a comment in through the link in the show notes. Uh, I'll also have another link to that ebook of the month club if you are interested in that as well. So, friends, as always, I like to say stay encouraged, follow your dream, and don't give up.